Hilchas Mal Valoiva, Perik Zion, Halachalif. So, continuing the topic of interest, let's remember that you have Rebus Deraisa, Rebus Darabonim, we have biblical interest, rabbinic interest. Biblical interest, you can demand a refund for in court. Rabbinic interest, Rebus Darabonim, we cannot. Once you pay it. 200, what? 270. Once you pay it, the lender gets to keep it. However, the lender can't demand it from the borrower, but once he pays, he gets to keep it. Halacha Aleph. Hamalvas Chaver, a person lends his fellow, a Mashkalin and he gives him a field that's collateral till a certain time. And we're talking about a case, presumably, where the field is barren. So this way, it's not biblical ribis. Excuse me. So he gives him the field that's collateral until a certain time, uh, which is when he would pay the loan and when he gets the field back, or to whenever he gives him the money. He, he, he gives him a loan without a due date, and whenever he gives him the money, that, that, that's when he gets his field back. All right. So... The entire duration of that loan, the lender was the lender was eating the produce of the field, benefiting from the from the from the field because he planted and he plowed and he grew food and he was benefiting from it. Even the event that the benefit the lender had from the field is the exact amount he lent to the borrower, who gave the field as collateral. In which case, the borrower might want to say, "Listen, Mister, you lent me a thousand dollars." And during this year, I used $1,000 and I invested it and now you want your money back. But you got your $1,000 back from using my field and benefiting from $1,000 worth. So therefore, I'm not paying you a penny. We tell the borrower, I'm sorry, you can't go, you can't refrain from paying him back at all. If he will Tell the tell the lender to jump in the lake without paying him a penny. That's essentially equivalent for uh, for the, uh, the court forcing the lender to return rabbinic ribbis right by telling him, "Hey, you got this thousand dollars worth of interest by using the field during this year. We're taking that money and transforming it into the principal that you you feel you're owed." And now we've t- essentially taken, the, the, we've, we've essentially uh, extracted rabbinic ribbis from the lender and refunded it to the borrower, which we don't do with rabbinic ribbis. You only do it with ribbis derives, the biblical ribbis. Needless to say, that if, for example, they had him $1,000 and the lender used the field worth $1,100, we don't say, hey, now that I use it, now that now not only is the not only is the borrower going to try to say I'm not paying you a penny, but you, Mister Lender, owe me a hundred dollars because you used my field eleven hundred dollars worth, and you only gave me a thousand dollar loan. Obviously, we don't do that. Now, if it's only partial, for example, let them let them a thousand dollars, and the guy used the field five hundred dollars worth, and the, the borrower wants to say, well, in that case, you already got back five hundred dollars because you used my field five hundred dollars worth. I'm only paying you back five hundred from the thousand. That we might say, and that the Dhamam, for some reason, which is hard to understand, doesn't see a problem of extracting rabbinic ribbons from the lender because it's not everything. It seems it's more egregious to do it if you're giving him making him leave without a penny. So, all right, in any event. What if this land was given as a security, excuse me, if, the, if, the, if, the, if, the, if it was orphans? So, for example, orphans took a loan, or their father took a loan, and the father passed away. And the lender ate the entire equivalent of the debt. Here the Ramam says, we do tell the lender, excuse me, sir, you lent $1,000 to these orphans or to their father. You used $1,000 worth of the field. You got your money. Have a nice day. Because for the interest of protecting orphans, we do feel it's appropriate to extract the money from the uh, lender. Since we're not physically doing it, right, we're just telling him the benefit you got is not going to be translated 
transformed into the actual principal, that's considered appropriate. However, even in this case, if the lender who lent $1,000 benefited $1,100 from the field, we don't tell them, well, now you owe the orphans $100. That's not the uh-huh. case. Another thing we do is when it comes to orphans, oh, I just realized that I skipped the line before where it says, but it, that's when it's not an orphan. When it is an orphan, we do, we do uh, 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 combine two different promissory notes to benefit the lender. We'll explain what that means. What does it mean that we do consider, uh, uh, calculate from one contract to another, which we, which we only do by orphans. We don't do by regular lenders. What, if, what happens if, for example, this guy took a loan of 100 dinner and he gave a field, a field as collateral, then he borrowed another $100 from the same person and he gave a different field as collateral. Both fields belong to one lender, or one borrower, excuse me, and he's given to the same lender as collateral. And the lender benefited from this field $50 worth, and from the second field $150 worth. That 150 plus 50 is 200. The total he borrowed was 200. However, the two separate loans of 100 are, are two separate loans. So therefore, if it's not orphans, we say that the fact that he ate $150 benefit on this field means he, he benefited, he got back his money more. more. So you don't have to, so, so you have to pay him something. Let's say one dinner. Can't say you're paying him nothing. That would be extracting rabbinic ribbis. You got to pay one dinner. Now, that's as far as that field. As far as this contract goes, well, he lent you 100, he benefited 50, you have to pay him 50. So he has to pay a total of 51. That's if it's not orphans. But if it's orphans, we tell the lender, Sir, you lent 200, you benefited 200, therefore you get nothing. As if it was one contract. That's because we're considered to orphans in that way. We view it as if it was one contract with one collateral, one large field, and that's because, again, in consideration of the fact that we're dealing with orphans. Okay. Base. In a place where the custom is that when you give a field as collateral, any time the lender comes along, actually, the borrower comes along and says, I'm ready to pay back the loan, here's your money. Give me back my field, regardless of whether or not the due date has come. So the guy lends him $1,000 for a year. They're going to pay back within one year. Two months later, the guy shows up with the money. Business has been great. Here is the money. Give me back my field. Now, the lender says, excuse me, the deal was a year. I want the field. Come back in a year from now or come back in 10 months from now. So in the place where the custom is, he has the right to kick him out whenever he wants, even though the due date has not arrived yet. It's as if he specified it because that's the understood local custom. You don't have to specify it. I don't have to say it. That's the understood thing. It's as if I specified it. Now, um, uh, it's funny we say that the word shenogu is interesting because the word shenogu means that that's the custom. It's like I give you the money and I, and I tell you to leave. Now, let's remember that this whole concept of giving a field as collateral is somewhat problematic in terms of being rabbinic ribbis. So we're talking about a case where the local custom was to violate the rabbinic transgression because people were ignorant, for example. But that's just a curious fact, and we'll explain more later on why that would happen. But that was the case. And therefore, it says, if I stipulated, if it's local custom, I don't have to verbalize it. It's understood. That whenever I come back with the, with the money, I get my field back, even if the due date hasn't arrived. Any place where the custom is, that until the date of the loan return arrives, I don't have the right to, to, to demand my field back, that's, and, that, and therefore the lender has the right to stay there until I come and pay him back. 
Again, the word shnogu is peculiar because again, it's a rabbinic prohibition. But again, it's as if you specified. So whatever the custom is, whether the whether the custom is that the lender has the right to stay in the field if he chooses to do so and not not accept the money uh, return of the loan until the date arrives, or whether the custom is that it's the borrower's prerogative to come and pay back early and kick out the lender. Whatever the local custom is, that's as if it was specified. If nobody said anything, we assume that was that's the that's the understood uh, the understood deal. The Chalamashkinstam. What if they don't specify anything? If there's no local custom, right? We don't, we don't. There's no local custom, and he doesn't say whether he's going to kick him out or not. Or he doesn't even say what the due date is. Then we go with the rule that a loan that's not specified that is given land as collateral is a twelve month time frame. And therefore, it's also understood, although not specified, because there's no local, because the place over here we're talking about has no specific custom, that the lender has the right to stay in the field and chooses to do so until the 12 months pass, even if the borrower comes back with the money and wants his field back, the lender has the right to stay there for 12 months. Gimel. Whenever the, a place where the custom is that the lender, excuse me, that the borrower has the right to remove the lender from the field, Whenever he wants, when he comes back with the money, and the lender makes a deal with the borrower, and I'm giving you this loan on condition that, unlike local custom, you're going to let me stay here in this field until the, the, the due date arrives. You're not going to come back and pay me back early the man I leave. Right? Again, this is all very funny that we're talking about a minig that's, that's a esterabanon. But if he says that, the, the borrower has to keep to that agreement, even though they didn't do a Kenyan. He didn't, do a, he didn't do an act of Kenyan. This lender is saying, I'm in the field now for the next 12 months. That status quo, you have to agree to, for me to keep it for 12 months, even though local custom allows you to kick me out. Lender says, no problem, I agree. Yes. That verbal acquisition, that, that verbal, uh, verbal acquiescence, that verbal agreement, it, it, that, that, that it, uh, it leaves its status quo, and we have to, in fact, enforce that. However, if it was the custom that the malva... Um, will not leave until, uh, the, the, the local custom is that when I give you loan for 12 months, you give me Phyllis collateral, I stay here for 12 months, and you can't come kick me out early. However, the lender, the borrower, it says to the lender, I want to make an agreement with you that if I come back early and pay the money back, you'll give me the field back early, even though it's not local minute. So we're going to change the status quo in terms of transferring the field back to me. In that case, for the deal to be binding, the Malva has to make a Kenyan to affirm his commitment. Otherwise, if there's no Kenyan, he can say, yeah, I agree that if you come back with the money, you'll take the field back from me, but I didn't think you'd be able to. That's why I agreed. So to, gen- to, to demonstrate seriousness of giving back the field, a Kenyan is required. Demonstrate seriousness of keeping the field where it is, no Kenyan is necessary. That's the difference in the first two cases, the, second, the first case and the second case. Doubt. Hamashkaina. This... Mashkin, uh, that you give a field as collateral. When the place of the minig is that if the borrower shows up early and gives the money and he gets to kick out the lender and gets his field, his field back, the, the lender's own creditors, right? Ruvain lends Shimon, but Ruvain himself owes the bank, right? So the bank comes and they want, they want to take this. This field, say, hey, you got a field, you owe us money. He says, no, no, this is not my field, it's just a, la- it's just, it's just a, a, a collateral. So the, the bank, the Valchev of the lender, the creditor of the lender, can't take the... Just because the lender, the bank in this case, has the right to take the lender's property, 
is that he actually owns, doesn't mean that that's right to say, well, you have this mask for 12 months, good, we're going to use it for 12 months because you owe us, owe us money. That's not the case. Because it's not considered his. And therefore, it's not considered his other halachas apply. If the guy passes away in 12 months and the kids are the ones who keep the property for 12 months, the, the firstborn doesn't get double portion of everyone else as, it would, as is the case with real property. And, as, and as, uh, let's remember also, the halach is that if someone owes you money, if the loan is outstanding and Rosh Hashanah of Shemitah arrives, the loan is, 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 is absolved. If it's not outstanding because you gave a mashkin, so it's considered sort of paid back already, that protects the loan from being absolved by Shemitah. Mashkin? Collateral. But if he doesn't pay him back, he can't keep the land. The land is his. No, 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 that's not the deal. One second. One second. That's, that, that was the previous program. Now, now, the din is, is that if you, give, if, you, if you give collateral, the loan is not erased by Shemitah. Over here, this, this collateral, Shemitah would erase it even though you gave him Ashkin for the Halva. Therefore, if during the, let's say it's 12 months, and during the 12 months, whatever time frame it is, Shemitah arrives, the din is, is that the guy doesn't owe the money. Because this, 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 uh, since, since, um, since um, uh, the, the, the borrower, the owner, has the right any moment to show up with cash and take it back, it's not really karka. It's considered a, a mashkin of, of, of movable property. It's not mamash on a It's not mamash, it's, it's actual real estate, physically. But real, real uh, 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 um, because it's not considered a mashkin of, 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 uh, of, um, of karka, therefore sh- the shemitah would cause it to be erased. Um, mashkin is collateral. Yeah. So why, therefore, the chayr of mashkin of shemitah also protects the halva. Why does shemitah take it away? Um, so, yeah. So it's not it's not it's not the fact that it's metalton. That's not the point. Sorry, that's something else. The, the fact that it's metalton that makes that that's why the, the uh, that's why the. Uh, the, um, um, the, the the bank can't can't take it from the lender. That's something else. Over here, the point is is that um, that we're talking about a case basically where the guy already oh, the, 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 uh, the 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 due date has passed already, and the le- lender is the, the borrower. Excuse me, is late. The borrower is late. He didn't pay back yet, and now so therefore, since since it's an outstanding loan, Shmita should nullify it. However. The reason why Shemitah would not nullify it is because the lender says, excuse me, I have a mashkin of yours. But since it was given conditionally that any moment can come, can be, and, and, even from the very first day, 10 years ago when I brought the halva, that's five minutes later, I could have demanded it back. It's not a real mashkin. Therefore, it doesn't have the koyach, doesn't have the koyach to prevent Shemitah from erasing the loan. Therefore, Shemitah does erase the loan. Okay. Yes, sir. Shemitah Shviyas, yeah. Because Shemitah say when the lender comes, a borrower comes with the money and tells the lender, give back my field and leave. The lender doesn't even have a right to take anything from the field. Even if ripe pairs that are no longer attached to the ground, he doesn't have a right to take them. Because whatever is there, it belongs to the Borrower, even though it's not attached to the grant, to, the, to, the, to the tree anymore. However, if before he comes and gives them the money and says leave, and they shake hands, he grabs those fruits. and he acquires them because when the time he acquired them, he had a right to them. However, a place where the minig is that the borrower cannot cannot kick out the lender until the due date comes, and the lender can stay there if he wants till even till the due date. In that case, the bank could take the property from 
the lender and use it for 12 months as a payment for their, their debt. And again, the Bukhar would get double because it's considered like a, a temporary uh, purchase, basically, in that sense. Then also, Shemitah would not erase the halva because that's considered like as, as a real mashkin. It's considered a real mashkin. Since I have this loan, I have the right to this property, the entire duration of the halva, and even if you come to me early with the, with the money in hand, I have the right to say, Excuse me, I am not leaving until the due date arrives. That's considered a real collateral, and that protects the loan from being absolved by Shemitah. How do you define collateral exactly? Something you give in exchange for a loan, okay. a, a guarantee, basically. What? Right. If the guy, the, the, the lender passes away and now his children will use the field for 12 months till the loan is repaid to the estate, they divide it in 10 parts. If there's 10 sons, excuse me, if there's nine sons divided in 10 parts, the Bukhar gets two sections or, or two rights or, or double or whatever, however you divide it, he gets double everyone else. The Bukhar gets double. Yeah. It's considered Yerusha. It's temporary own, uh, temporarily owned by the lender. Hey. Even though this whole entire scenario describing the first for Allah is not allowed to be done. Why are we discussing the situation and trying to help people and figure out what to do if you're being very famous in our Maybe the place they had this minute, it was a mistake. They didn't know they didn't. Or was to go in that there was a custom that they. That they um, uh, right? Or, or, yeah, sorry. In other words, the lender was a guy, the bar was a guy. Either way, right? Or was the way of the people not in that place? They were around this Isser. You follow the minig even though the people are doing the wrong thing, even though they're doing it to If that becomes the established minig, you 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 institute it as as, as followed in the sense that since it's a vakribis only you follow the minig. To you, not that you're allowed to do it. But it has halachic legitimacy, to, 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 um, uh, uh, a validity of ownership. Some say that when we talk about the case in the Gemara, that you give a mashkin, and the way it works is that in exchange for the loan, you use the property, and however long it takes you to pay back, like a cheshbin, and deduct from the money I give back to you based on you using the property. So it's worth whatever it is, and you, I'm basically paying you back slowly over time by having my property. This is exactly what he's talking about, which means it's 100% mutter. But the Ram does not hold like that. Okay. Vav. You know, it's according to the Ram, it's also the Ram. Vav. Gives his courtyard to a Jew as collateral of a chazev, and then the guy goes. And he sells the courtyard to another Yid. And the Yid says, okay, uh, what are you doing with this property? I bought it. See, what do you mean? You bought it. The guy gave it to me as collateral. Or not even kicks him out, but the point of the guy knocks the door says, hey, listen, I know you got this property from the guy as collateral. I'm the new owner. I'm charging you rent, so I want rent for it. So the deal is that the Yid who lent the money to the guy does not have to give rent to the Yid. From the uh, uh, from the date when he started using the property, he lives in the chutzer without paying rent to the new owner, even though the sales are legitimate. When the guy comes and pays back the loan, that's when now from that moment onward, if the uh, the property instead of going back to the guy now obviously goes back to the new the new owner who the, the yid and if the, the and if the other yid who lent the money to the guy wants to stay there he has to start paying rent to the rightful owner which is the yid but the point is is that even though the sale is legitimate and it takes effect in terms of ownership when the the, the chayiv, uh is paid back uh, 
since this was used as a mashkin to the, to the first yid, the lender, the sale to the second yid does not take effect until the loan is paid back. Why is that? Because it belonged to the, it belongs to the, uh, the yid lender calls man until the loan is paid back. And it's considered basically he sold it to the lender, the first yid. So when he sold it to the second yid, it was as if he sold it to the second yid, only to be taken effect after the first yid's ownership is removed by having loan repaid. And therefore, and therefore the, the, there's no need for the first yid to pay rent to the second yid because the first yid is the rightful owner until he gets his money back from the guy. Now, if it was, if it was, if it was a, a Jewish borrower, it could be a little different story. That'd be a little more complicated. Okay, I can point out is that according to Dinah Malchus, the secular law at that time, that was the law. When you gave a piece of property in exchange for a loan, you were essentially temporarily selling it to the lender. So you had the right to sell it to somebody else. It wasn't yours to sell. And therefore, and therefore it belongs to the lender until the guy pays the property back and the, 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 the lender has full rights to the property. There's no need for him to pay rent to somebody else. Even though the guy bought the rights to it after he's going to give it up, right now it's his. Right now it's the first year. It's the lender. Giant. Hamashkin buys his other biat chaveri. A person gives a house or field to his friend as collateral. And the um, the owner, the the borrower, was eating the produce. Okay. So he says, "This is this is the this is the mashkin. This is going to be like a guarantee that you can. I'll pay you back." But the original owner was still there and benefiting from the property. But the lender says, um, so, right, so this is obviously okay, right? So now, this, this is fine. So this is a piece of property that's a mashka. It's formally being designated for me to, you know, guarantee that, let's say, you can't pay me back. So this piece of property is what I'll take, let's say, for example. Fine, okay, so you have a year to pay me back. If you don't pay me back within a year, I get the piece of property. The, 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 the borrower is still there. Fine. Then the Malva says, the Shiktim Kashkarkazu, whenever you, if you ever end up selling this piece of property that's designated for me, you have to sell it to me for this reduced price. That's also the owner lender told the borrower that this, this piece of property is designated for me should you fail to pay me back. If you ever sell it, I'm reserving rights to buy it from you and I demand a discounted rate. Essentially, I'm basically demanding a 10% discount from you to help me my, to help my pocket in exchange for a loan I'm giving you. That's called taking interest. That's not allowed. The Imamalu, if he tells him, you must sell it to me for the fair market value, I'm lending it to you on condition you do this favor to me, that, or, or sorry, or you, you give me rights, the first rights to buy it. If you ever sell it, I'm, I get first rights. How is it that's mutter? That's not considered a... a, um, a uh, uh, a ribis. Now, the, now, now the chayra, the chayra should be a problem because when the guy, when the guy, the guy says, "Okay, I'm selling it," the malva shows up and says, "Hey, I demand first rights, so you have to sell it to me." That was our deal. The chayra, the lender, could say, "I never thought I would sell it. It was an asmachta. I'm not chayv anything to you. It's an asmachta." The answer is, is that the Muslim Zagan, according to the driver, at least, the guy said that the deal is, is that I'm, I'm, be, I'm, I'm buying it now, be actual retroactively. So there, they would get around the smachter problems. That's how it was, it was genuine. Okay, ches. Again, if I say that, if this happens, then I'll sell you that property. 
I don't mean I'm going to sell it to you when this happens. I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm assuming that's not going to happen. That's kind of smachta. When I say me'achshov, and I'm being genuine. It's ches. Okay. You are allowed to pay early to get more money, basically. Or uh, you're allowed to... Um, right. Delay payment, right? Give the, guy, give the guy more time to pay in exchange for more money, which the chayr would look like I'm letting you hold on to money for longer in exchange for money. That'd be interest, right? So the answer is no. When it comes to a sale, yeah, we'll do the next program, but rent, no. Case of example. I'm renting you the, my, my, my courtyard. And I tell you, if you pay me up front, pay for the year up front, a year's rent, 10 slides. Or, you want to pay monthly, it's a seller a month, that's 12. That's mutter. Now, you might think, what do you mean? Essentially, by me telling you, if you pay me month by month, it's 12 slides. But if you pay me up, if you, sorry, ten, if, you, if you pay me up front, no, if you pay me a month, my month is 12 slides. Pay me up front is 10. Pay me up front is 10. But if you pay me delayed, then I'm going to get 12. So I'm letting you hold on to money for longer in exchange for I'll get more. That's the Kharibis. The answer is no. When it comes to rent, it's not a problem. That's not a problem. Right? If it's a sale, it might be a problem. When it comes to rent, it's not, it's not considered Ribis. Okay, test. Hamaskasad a person rents a field to his fellow. And the exchange is you work the field and I get 10 core of wheat from the field. Or Bakhlav, right? But that's, that's, you'll pay me the rent in produce. Okay. Ramali tells him, it's a volume amount, like a gallon, for example. Ramali tells him, listen, give me, or lend me, give me, give me a halva. I mean, tame me, me in this case doesn't mean a present, it means a halva. He says, listen, Mr. Lender, Mr. Owner of the field, who I owe, who I owe 12, a 10 kurum per year. Give me a loan of 200 zuz, that I will use that money to invest in the field. Instead, I'll give you 12 kurum per year. That's classic grimace. He's giving him more. She says, that's mutter. If he invests in the field, it's worth more. So I'm essentially telling you, listen, give me a halva. I'm not going to spend it on gambling. I'm going to invest in your property. And in exchange for that, I'm going to give you permission to charge me more rent because it's worth more. You can you benefit, it's worth more. You justifiably charge me more, more rent, so you gain twice, you a more a more, a more valued property, for which you get more rent, and I gain because I'm gonna be working a field which produces better wheat, and I'll be happy as well. That's fine. That's not considered ribus. Because because I'm not I'm not I'm not giving you the extra wheat in exchange for the money you gave me. I'm giving you extra wheat in exchange for the for the fact that I increased the value of your property and now your field is worth more. I have to be the one who gave you that. That 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 uh, more increased value. I worked the field, but fair enough. If he lent rented to him of a store or a boat, ten dinner per year. Amalei tells him, give me a loan. Lend me two hundred zuz. Share them. I'm gonna you know increase the store, right? They put up nice with the fluorescent lights. I'm gonna design it and 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 and, and all decorate decorate it. Yeah, I'm going to fix the boat, make it nice, I'm going to make it improve it. In exchange for that, instead of paying you 10, as we agree, I'll give you 12. Same principle. I'm investing in the business and giving you back to you higher rent for the fact that now your product is worth more. If he tells him, give me 200 zuz 
to invest in the business, or invest in the business of the boat, if that give you more, because I'm not saying I'm going to give you more in exchange for an increased, increased uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to give you more because the product is worth more, so you justifiably can demand higher rent. I'm essentially saying I'm going to invest in a business, and I'm going to give you back what you gave me plus. That's Rubus. Yud, you're not allowed to the trick we said before with the rent by paying more, by paying uh, paying more when you pay late is not allowed. Kate said, don't tell a person. Don't you can't you can't tell a person. Oh, here's what it means: do this work for me today, which is worth a kes, worth a, uh, uh, worth one unit of money. Let's say hundred dollars, whatever. And how am I going to pay you? I'll, I'll work for you double the amount. So, you have a taxi, I have a taxi. Today my car is broken. Driving to this place is worth $100. And the next time your taxi breaks down, I'll drive you somewhere worth $200. No, that's ridiculous. That's paying back double, paying back more. And I'll do that. Yalaf. Plow my field, or weed my field today. I'll weed your field tomorrow. Hold my field today. I'll hold your field tomorrow. It's considered basically the same value. You know, we don't get too nitty gritty about the pennies. Don't tell them. Anyways, even though over there could be that uh, that it may be a more or less value. My field bigger than your field, or bigger than my field. Still, that's fine. Uh, has to be, it has to be more or less the same, more or less the same, I'm not sure what more or less means, but more or less the same time, and close the same general value, even though it's a few pennies more, a few dollars more, right? Obviously you can't do one week for a day, but don't tell them, that you, if you weed for me, I'll hoe for you tomorrow, which is, you know, hoe means like to, to flatten the ground out and prepare it for plowing. Or you hoe my field, and I'll, I will uh, weed your field. That's considered a difference. So therefore, over there, the contrast is too stark and if it looks like ribis, if it's worth more. Call you me, or call, so now, fine. Now, when I say today and tomorrow, that's fine. What if I say, what if I say, if you, you, you weed my field today and I will you, we'll weed your field in six months, is that okay? So laugh dafke, because call you me, agree to achas, as long as it's all one season when it's all the dry land, it's all the same value. Call you me, agree to achas, and, this, and, and the rainy, rainy season is the same value, because the land is the same, same difficulty. But however, from dry season to rainy season, that's already a whole different avoid. It's much more difficult when the ground's all, all muddy. Therefore, if I say, if you weed my field today, I'll weed your field in the rainy season, I'm giving you back a lot more money than you gave me, a lot more work value. Don't say, uh, plow for me during the dry season. I will plow for you in the rainy season. Because plowing the ground in the rainy season is more difficult. The ground is more muddy and more thick. Okay, so it has to be, do me a favor. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah, can't be. Ask me if you you know, whatever, right? <laughs> but if you're, if you're six feet tall and I'm two feet tall, yeah. Exactly. A guy comes to a worker during the early part. Cherif is like the early part of winter. It's not so cold yet. And he says, "Here, I'm hiring you now for Tavis, which is much colder. Uh, if you work for me today, the, the, the work the work costs a dinner, which is a quarter of a sella." And now if I hire him in the late winter where it's more cold and more difficult, it's worth, the work is more expensive. It's four dinar, which is a seller. So I said, listen, I'm hiring you today. Okay, so here's, 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 uh, here's, I'm paying you for today's work. When should I do the work? Today? No, 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 come out in three months. I want, I want to hire you now because I want to get a good rate. 
He hires him during the early part of the winter to do with him work in the late part of the winter and he pays him a dinner, even though the work when he actually is going to be doing is with four dinner. He pays him. When he actually does the work, He's giving him back in return for paying one dinner. He's getting four dinner worth of work at the time it happens. That's awesome. It's as it looks like that you're lending me, uh, um, uh, that you're, you're lending the employer uh, three. Uh, uh, you're lending the. It looks like sorry, the employer is lending the worker three dinner and getting back four. Basically, the point is that it looks like he's. Um, He's giving him. Uh, uh, he's getting, letting letting him hold hold the money earlier. He, he's giving the the worker the money earlier, in exchange for which he's going to give him back more money later. Yeah. If he tells him, if he says, "Listen, I'm hiring you starting today, a dinner per day for the next three months," even though eventually, when the time passes, the work gets more and more valuable because it gets colder. But that's mutter. Since we're starting to work now. It doesn't look like I'm giving you the money early for the purposes of working of, of doing more expensive work. It's not like I, it doesn't look like I gave you more money earlier to get more money later. I'm hiring you now. We're starting at this rate now, and then as time goes on, lucky me, I locked in a good rate. But doesn't look good. It doesn't. It does not resemble ribbis.